So this is a story that we're all very familiar with from the four Gospels. It's the feeding of the 5,000. And it's actually recorded in all four of the Gospels, which is very rare for one particular miracle story to be recorded in all four Gospels. There's a few very curious lines at the beginning of this passage that could easily be overlooked that I think really help connect and pull together a deeper meaning in today's Gospel. Listen to this first paragraph. When Jesus heard of the death of John the Baptist, he withdrew in a boat to a deserted place by himself. The crowds heard of this and followed him on foot from their towns. When he disembarked and saw the vast crowd, his heart was moved with pity for them and he cured their sick. And so setting up this major miracle that Jesus does is this passage where he had been in the middle of his public ministry and there are thousands, and sometimes we forget this when we read the Gospels, but there were hundreds and sometimes thousands of people around him most days. Jesus was a very big deal. He made a major splash in the ancient world. Thousands of people would travel because they heard from their friends who heard from their friends that this person was completely cured and healed. Or that this man is saying things that men don't say. And they sense God deeply inside of him and they traveled, skipped work, took off. We need to see this guy. And so there's thousands of people for him to cure and take care of. And that's what he does for those three years. But in this particular passage, he has something more important to do. He goes off by himself. And he prays. And he prays very deeply. And I believe in another gospel, it has him praying throughout the night. Jesus, in his humanity, needed to pray deeply. If Jesus needs to pray deeply, if we want to be able to take care of people, we need to pray deeply. We can imagine Jesus just hearing the news about John and how many people understood who Jesus actually was, who Jesus actually was, better than John the Baptist. Maybe the Blessed Virgin Mary. I can't really think of too many other people who would have really understood Jesus. Jesus is constantly misunderstood. It must have been incredibly painful to lose John. He gets the news and he just goes and disappears 
a little mountainside somewhere, most likely. Quiet place to be filled by the Father and go into a place of deep, deep prayer. All of us, as human beings, need to be filled by God. There's a hierarchy of needs that we have as human beings. The life of prayer is at the very top. That's why it's the first commandment. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength. And then love your neighbor as yourself. Jesus himself even needed to be filled before he could fill others. There's something inside of us, the deepest thing inside of us, that cannot be filled outside of the life of prayer and communion with God. Deep prayer. And don't let the word deep scare you. It just means us in our hearts connecting with the heart of God himself. And we can do this in a lot of different ways. I just want to give one very simple, straightforward one in this homily. It's called A-R-R-R. People call it the, the pirate prayer, which is kind of, it's kind of a corny name, but um, it gets the memorization across. So it's A-R-R-R. Acknowledge. Acknowledge. So acknowledging what I'm feeling. What was Jesus feeling after he heard the news about John? Probably emptiness and loneliness in his humanity. Acknowledge. Relate that to God. Talk to God about what we're feeling. Our hearts touching God's heart, just like we do in normal relationships. If we have a good marriage, that's what we do with our spouses or a good friendship with somebody. We talk about what we're feeling. We need to communicate that with God as well. And that's how we grow in that friendship with God. Just the simple things and the deep things. The third R is receive, because very often God wants to say something back to us. And the last one is respond. So this is just a simple form, a simple way of just saying, this is how we have a conversation with God. You don't have to pray that way. No one does. But it's a simple little tool for prayer and for going into this place of prayer with God. I think we all need 20 minutes of prayer. That's what I typically say for the average person. 20 minutes of prayer a day where it's actually set aside for prayer. And that's all that we're doing. And then we will receive, like the prophet Isaiah says, the food that we actually desire. The food that fills us. It's very joyful to be able to walk away from a period of prayer feeling full from the Lord. Then we're able to give to others. And be a, in our very person, we're able to heal people by our presence. Jesus, thank you for the gift of prayer and the gift of your own desire to meet us in the life of prayer and to meet our own hearts in prayer. If we feel distant from you and we don't really know how to pray, could you please teach us, Lord? Teach us to pray throughout the day and in concentrated periods of prayer. Teach us how to go deep with you and 
Help us to be a source of healing for others as you are a source of healing for us. We ask this through your holy name, Lord Jesus. Amen.